Lewis, and God bless you all. I appreciate you listening today. You know, last week I did some teaching and kind of a little bit of doctrine. I really didn't get to any stories. So today I want to start with the two or three stories that I normally share. Um, then after that, I'm going to plan to head back to the book of Romans and some comments and then to Romans 5. A couple weeks ago, I shared a story, and I'm just going to review it real quickly, that I went to a clinic uh, for a free burger. I had just done a golf clinic, and I went to a health clinic on the way home, or actually after I got home and cleaned up, and went over and got a free burger. But while I was there, I kind of sensed in my spirit, don't get too caught up, like go grab chips, and start to get carried away with what's going on. And to me, that's, that's kind of a sign from the Holy Spirit that something could happen something is going to happen maybe i'm going to get attacked spiritually or you know something's there i talked with a couple of latina girls they happen to sit next to me you know people in these things they get a burger and they just kind of sit where they want and then the girl said to me they got to go in and one of them had an appointment and after i finished my burger i started to go but inside of me i thought why am i here today and why did this happen maybe it's more than just a free burger and so i prayed a little bit and i thought you know I have business cards that advertise my radio show. I have a business card that advertise my podcast. And I thought, you know, I could go back and share with those girls or somebody here, give them a card about my podcast and see if God would open some doors. So again, after the burger and, you know, kind of cleaned up and grabbed my two cards, I went back inside and found the young Latina girls. Well, I said, hey, girls, do you like podcasts or do you like listening to podcasts? And they said, yes. And I said, well, this is a podcast about Jesus. And both of them said, wow, Jesus, this is really cool. They got real excited. It was kind of neat. Um, one told me she was a Catholic. And they, they probably, I'm not sure if they were actually born again. We talked a little bit about that. But I could see that it had a heart for God. It was like, this is good. But, you know, as, as, as we got done talking about that, I, I kind of sensed to myself, I should ask them if they need prayer. Okay, and again, that's when you kind of walk in the spirit. The spirit will lead you. Okay, now remember, I just had a burger. I was sitting outside on a chair. Uh, these girls had come inside, and I started to leave. But I thought, you know, maybe there's more here. So I prayed a little bit. Now here I am talking with these two girls, and we'd finished talking a little bit about Jesus. I said, "Does somebody do? Does either one of you need prayer?" And the one girl said, "I need prayer. I need prayer right now." Uh, I lost my job. I have another one set up, but there was other issues. And she just, I need some prayer. And I kind of looked, do you want to pray right now? Like, you want me to take it home and pray? No, I want, I want right now. So we, here we are in this middle clinic with people walking around, da 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 And we started praying. And it was really, really cool. I could see that God ministered to her. I prayed a little bit in, in, in the, on the Holy Spirit or in tongues, if you would. And we got a chance to talk about that because the other girl was interested. Well, tell me about tongues. And so it was just a great time. So again, I saw a sign for a free burger, you know, and they wanted to try to find people for a health or healthy people for a test. But I went there partly because after the, the golf thing, I was just a little tired. And I just sensed, just go home. Don't like stop at a place and get food and da 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 da. And once I got there, I saw that sign. And so again, God led me to a place, all right, where, yes, there was a free burger as far as lunch, but then because I prayed and probably just because the Holy Spirit kind of get a hold of me, there was something else. That one of those girls needed prayer. And it was kind of cool. The other one had questions about tongues. I'm sorry, the next story kind of centers on golf clubs and the golf camp that I did. Well, I did a golf camp, you know, it was good to Tuesday through Friday. And this Friday, by the way, was the day with the burger in the clinic. And the next day I woke up and I thought to myself, there's a young girl, she's about 12 years old. She, she really showed some promise in golf. Uh, she didn't have her own clubs. I don't know if her family didn't know about it. They probably, if you want to call it, didn't have the money for something like that. And she had three of the brothers there, so it was quite a bit from the family as far as this camp. 
But I watched her hit some good shots. She got one of the only pars. You know, we had 19 golfers out, and then, you know, like between six and 13, 14. So they're not nothing. they're kind of beginner types. So if they get a par or something like that, it's kind of a big deal. Well, anyways, I watched her, and I thought, you know, I'd like to bless her with some golf clubs that my mother used to own. Well, it's Saturday morning, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I also want to shop for some tennis shoes. And, well, maybe I'll go shop for some tennis shoes. And Oh, yeah, that, I had one golf club out of, out of my mom's set that I had taken out to the course because I, I thought it was a courses. And so I left it there. So well, one of these days, I got, I got to go pick up that club. So here I'm thinking, well, inside of me, I thought I just kind of got relaxed and try to pray a little bit, just relax. And as I sensed or as I prayed, I sensed inside of me, you need to go get the golf club, like take care of that right now. Don't worry about the tennis shoes. I want to say it's the kind of God that's impressed upon me. There's a reason, or I didn't know there's a reason necessarily. I just felt you need to go get the golf club out there that you left right now. Okay? So that was my first step. And when I say right now, I mean, that's the first thing I'm going to do here on Saturday morning. It's about 10, 10.30. And so I cleaned up a little bit and headed out to the golf course. And I want to interject here that, you know, it's so to me it's so comforting when we have the Holy Spirit that can kind of be the umpire between situations like this. I could have stayed home, I could have gone and played tennis, I could have looked for tennis shoes, I could have done three or four different things. But as I prayed and I had this sense that there's you need to go out and take care of the golf club thing. Okay? So to me, it's a real joy and it's a great comfort that we have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Because I've known in the past, there's been seasons in my life when things just seemed to work out and it was great and everything flowed. Well, there's been other times when it's like, what do I do? Or what should I do? Or this sounds right or that sounds right. And, you know, trying to quote, pick out the right thing or if you want to call it, do the right thing or follow the Lord. We have to pray and, and get a sense of peace. And if he doesn't give us a sense of peace or doesn't give us any leading, well, we do what we think we want to do or what we think's best. Well, again, in this case, I felt a little leading. You go out there, and I'm so happy that God is in my life, and he leads me in these situations. Well, I drive out to the golf course. I pull in, and there's a bunch of regular cars, and then I notice there's a whole bunch of lowrider cars. And, I mean, they're, all the, they're out like, like at a car show. They're open, and there are cars everywhere. There's nobody there, but all these cars were open and sitting in the parking lot. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of unusual for a golf course. This is a small, nine-hole golf course, and it's got a driving range. It's got some, like, arcade-type stuff with it. So, you know, in my mind, I'm not sure what's going on, but I think, okay, that's what it is. So I went inside the clubhouse. I picked up the club. Uh, they had, they'd held it for me. I'd called them. They knew that they had it. Anyway, long story short, I walked out to the golf range while I was there, and I'm looking around, and there's, like, maybe two or three dozen teens and kids and they're just like you know just kind of running around the golf range then i saw all maybe 14 10 or 14 15 former gangbanger types and when i say gang they look like that but i could tell they were not like out there right there kind of doing that thing maybe they were reformed or they were changed well then a friend of mine was kind of neat a friend of mine from a, a club a place that i work out she came and saw me and she told me what was happening and she said gary there's a, a rap artist and he's, you know, from Salt Lake area. And what he does is he goes down or to, he goes out to the west side of Salt Lake where there's some very poor areas and some, if you want to call it gangster type areas. 
and he wants to try to take the kids and some of the teens out of that lifestyle for a day or so. And he does different events. And one of the events is he brings them up from Salt Lake, probably about 40, 45 minutes away, to this golf course. And it's kind of real well set up for something like this. It's got a bunch of tables to the side. And anyways, it was a good place to have like a little party, let some of the people go out and try to hit golf shots and just kind of have fun. And like he said, try to have something different in their life, give them something different to look forward to and not kind of look around and see a lot of poverty, see a lot of that gang kind of style. Well, um, I, I went over and I watched the people hit and I thought, you know, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. They could hardly hit the shots. Maybe one guy hit the ball pretty far and then hit the ball 10 feet or two feet. And I thought to myself, you know what, they don't know what they're doing. And guess what? Here I am a golf, if you want to say a pro, but a good golf coach. And I just spent four days teaching people how to hit the golf ball. Why don't I help these people? They're right in front of me. They need help. Uh, there was one quote, former gangbanger. He had a pretty good eye. He, he could hit the ball, but he wasn't like able to help 30 or 40 people at once. I just basically talked to the rapper and said, would you mind if I helped? And he goes, nope, you can go out and help. And he said, you don't mind doing it? And I said, no, I, I'm, I'm a golf coach. I just did this for four days. Why don't I do some more? Well, I spent about two hours helping people. And I would give them some tips. I'd kind of give them many lessons. Um, and I thought it was really great. In fact, one banger at the end, he came up and gave me a big hug. He said, you know, you've given me tips that are going to last my whole life. And he's just kind of hugging me. And another one came up to me and said, you know, we're all here. We're all former bangers. We all got into serious trouble. But, you know, as adults now, we have a different life. And we want to support the rapper and what he does and help these youth and help the teens and the kids, if you would, see that there's a different life a different lifestyle there's something more than quote gang banging he said gary we never had that stuff when we were young none of us had any kind of an idea about something different than what we just saw around us so that's what we want to do it and that's why you know you probably saw our cars and stuff like that well that's why we're all here and i thought how exciting that you know i could be out there helping these people and by the way here's why the holy spirit kind of directed me this camp ran from 11 to 2. Remember, it was about 10, 10.30 when I was trying to figure out what to do. So by the time I got out, there was maybe 11.15 or 11.30. So if I'd gone any later or if I'd shopped or done something different, I'd have missed the whole thing. So that's why and when I, I sense now that he impressed upon me, you need to go and take care of this right away. Was it to pick up the golf club? Well, it was to pick up the golf club. But guess what? God had a purpose beyond that. Remember the day before, I was a burger? Yeah, I did get a burger for lunch, but there was a purpose, a godly purpose, a spiritual purpose, something more there, all right? Well, it was a couple days later. It was a Monday morning, and I thought, you know, I got the day off. I think I'm going to go shop. Uh, tennis shoes right now are kind of hard to find uh, for the pandemic and just kind of delivery issues. They're very, they're very few and far behind. I'm sorry, very few and far try to find these and so I called a store about 35 miles away and said do you have a pair in my size and they said no we don't have it and I said okay well guess what 10 minutes later this clerk calls me back which I thought was kind of cool must my number must have shown up and he said hey you know I found a, a pair just this what you need in the corner and I'll put them on hold he said we have people coming in all the time grabbing shoes and I, but I won't let them get your shoes is that all right and I said yeah give me about 45 minutes or so to get down there well, I drive down there, and he, he, he and I meet, and his name's Joshua, and we talk a little bit, and he goes, well, I got your shoes, and I'm, I'm glad I put them on hold because three people came in and asked for them. You expect your specific size. I said, no, these are for Gary. Well, it was kind of cool. Well, I put them on, and guess what? The shoes didn't work at all. 
they were very flat, didn't have the kind of arch that I like. And I thought, here I came down. I thought, you know, in the picture, I kind of looked at them online. They look good, but didn't work. And he goes, listen, I got another pair of shoes. I said, okay. And he brings them out and he's all excited. We're kind of like, oh, this is cool. Well, I tried those on and they didn't work either. Well, you know, here I am, just driven about 45 minutes or so. Shoes didn't work and part of me is going, well, I wonder what the next step is. But I want to interject here. Remember that we're led by God and we have God. He's with us always. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So again, I just had two days in a row where it was like an event, a burger, but less than something spiritual picking up a golf club that's something really blessing a bunch of people well here I am down in this middle of this you know kind of a small shoe store and my purpose was to go try on shoes well guess what God's purpose was a little different here's what happened we just kind of talked for a few minutes and he realized that there was no other shoes in the store that I was interested in or da 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 and I said hey man do you like podcasts and he said yeah so I gave him a business card and I said this is a it's a podcast and I actually shared the stories from uh, the Friday, Saturday stories and something like that. And it was just to interest him. And you know, just, this is why I do this show called Go Into All the World. I just try to find people or God seems to lead me to people that need to hear about him. Or maybe like that one girl, they, they need prayer and I can pray for them. And that's what it's called. It means by going to all the world. Well, he was kind of touched by it. He was kind of excited. And he goes, you know, my, my girlfriend and I, we're basically LDS, but... We really love Jesus, and we don't understand, we don't agree with a lot of, or I would say maybe a lot, of some of the LDS teaching points. And he, he was very sincere about this, and I could see, this guy's a little different. Well, anyways, and he goes, you know, Gary, we're kind of criticized by my family and by others, like our friends, for any questioning any of the LDS teachings. Well, I encouraged him, I said, listen, why don't you take the book of Galatians, okay? take Galatians 1, 2, 3, and 4, maybe a 5, whatever, and just read through them and see some of the doctrinal points about true Christianity, or what I would call historic Christianity, versus the LDS or the Mormon religion. I said, that'll help you a little bit. And he was kind of touched, and it was kind of cool. And I thought, well, listen, let me, t- let me tell you one more story, and then I'll, well, we'll kind of separate and go our ways. Well, I told him, I on the past Christmas or so, I had had an opportunity, okay, which came about in kind of a funny way to go pray for the pastor of my church. And here's what happened. And I'll just relate the story to you again. I told him, I said, you know, my wife approached me, I think it was on a Wednesday, and said, you know, I want to spend Christmas Day with my son, with her steps, my stepson, if you would. And uh, we usually go skiing. And she said, I, I, just, I just want to spend time with him alone. I, I don't quite know why, but anyways, that was what she wanted to do. Then she said, would you deliver on Christmas Day a package to my boss? Her boss lives down, okay, outside of Salt Lake, and she'd forgotten to give her boss a, pack, a package or a Christmas gift, if you would, okay? And between you and me, to be honest with you, when she said it, for the next day or so, I was kind of bummed. I was like, we usually ski, we usually have a good time, it's Christmas Day, you know, we don't have, we have a grandkids and stuff, it's her, her through her son, my stepson, and want to call step-grandchildren whatever you want to say but anyways I wasn't going to do anything like that and so I was kind of bummed between you and me I had what I would call an attitude well this is on Thursday well I spent some time prayer in prayer and praising God and I could realize hey my attitude's wrong and the Holy Spirit's like you know hey let's change your friend and so I really I started praying about it and I, I, I changed and, and instantly I felt I was actually kind of excited about this so 
Friday morning, it's Christmas morning, okay, I, I'm lifting weights before I head down there. As I'm lifting weights, a thought comes into my head that, hey, the pastor of my church, he'd had COVID and a stroke and was, you know, kind of messed up. And I didn't know exactly how, but not, not in good shape. He was in a Salt Lake Area hospital. I thought that was a nice thought. Well, as I start driving to Salt Lake to drop this package off, you know, maybe visit some friends, the thought came back again. Hey, your pastor's in Salt Lake in a hospital. And part of me was like, oh, I could go see him. I'm going to drop the package off and I could go see him. So I pulled over and prayed. And I said, well, I don't really know what hospital he's in, but I'm going to text. We have like a business manager. And I'm going to text her. And she answers. It's kind of like a little fleece. If she answers with the name of the hospital, I'll go visit the person. Okay. I'm going to go visit the pastor. Well, guess what? She texted like back, like right away. Okay. She must have been sitting there waiting. I'm just teasing you. She just texted me right away. She said he's in St. Mark's Hospital. Well, listen, listen, this is how good God is. St. Mark's is about three minutes away from where that package is. I knew exactly where the package was going to be dropped off. I knew exactly where St. Mark's was, and I was like marveling. God is really good. Here I get an answer on Christmas morning, and the two places I kind of sense, they're right, like right next to each other, if you want to call it that. Well, as I got, I dropped the package off, and I kind of said, you know, headed out to the hospital, got there in a few minutes. And as I pulled into the hospital, inside of me, I said, I knew inside of me was like, you are here to pray for the pastor. You might have thought it was to visit friends. You might have thought it was to drop off. You're here to pray for this pastor, okay? The package delivery got you down here, but this is why you've been sent here today. And again, as I went inside, his wife was there, and usually I only have one person in the room, but they let me in because it was Christmas, and it was his wife, not somebody else. And as I walked in, I'll be very honest with you, he looked terrible. I mean, he looked worse than terrible. He looked horrible. And I thought, I see why I'm here. And again, I knew in the car, Gary, you come here to pray for this man. This man needs prayer. He's your pastor. He's a born-again believer. He needs help. And you're the one that God sent here to do something. So as I began to pray, we, we kind of had some small talk. And we talked about his family, and that was kind of cool. But then I really started praying. And I started praying very fervently, okay? And between you and me, I won't go into the whole story, but he didn't jump out of bed healed or anything like that. But he told me later, Gary, I was very, very down. And when you prayed for me, emotionally it built me up. And you kind of said a long prayer. So I think that was good because it seemed like emotionally it was just giving him strength and strength. Well, I look over this young LDS boy after giving him the story, and he's looking at me. He's, he's, his eyes are starting to get tears. And I can see he's really touched. And he's thinking, God used a package to send somebody that needed prayer and on Christmas Day. Now, that's a big God. That's a God that loves people. That's a God that can do miracles or work great things out. I had no idea on Wednesday when my wife approached me. I wasn't even thinking about it. Remember, I, 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 I'm, I'm honest about this. I had an attitude the first day. I was wrong. <laughs> Bad attitude. Not a Christ-like attitude. It was like, I don't want to do this. Well, I, I want to ski and all that dumb, complaining, dumb stuff. But the Holy Spirit dealt with me, okay, and they helped me out of it. So as I looked at this man, he started to tear up this young LDS boy. And I thought to myself, look how what God's done. On a Monday morning, an hour ago, I didn't even know him. I knew his name was Josh, or he was the guy that answered the phone. Ten minutes before I told him the story, we were both like looking at each other like kind of bummed out that the shoes didn't work. Well, now, after the Holy Spirit moved ten minutes later, we're both looking, and I actually had tears. I didn't say it at the point, but I walked out, started tears in my eyes. That how did God draw two people together 
So as we, as I got up to leave, we both hugged each other, and it was a real fervent hug. And I thought, how wonderful is God to take a, just buying tennis shoes and a mention of a podcast, and you know, just trying to share a little bit about the goodness of God and how it touched somebody's life. Okay, and somebody from the LDS faith, not someone that's not, if you want to call it, not from any faith, but a faith that's a little bit antagonistic or Christianity. And they're antagonistic one to the other. All right, and <clears throat> the reason I say these things is I want you to understand. You don't have to know everybody you talk to. Um, the main thing that God wants you to do is He wants you to open your mouth and start a conversation. You don't have to talk everything about just Jesus. I mean, if you feel like starting off that way, that's fine. Remember, he and I shared some small talk. He told me about his girlfriend and, you know, a little bit about his life and da-da-da-da-da. But basic point is, if we start talking to them and show some interest then God can begin to open doors. And I remember Greg Laurie's thing, and I want you to share Greg Laurie's thing about blessed. Be a listener, okay? Be a friend, excuse me. Listen, okay? Ask questions, A for blessed. Then he wants you to share, and of course, T is testify. You talk about Jesus or give your own testimony or something you can do. So again, you don't have to, so to speak, only be focused on just sharing the Lord. But at some point, try to allow it, allow it to come up. You know, I sometimes I do it through the podcast, or sometimes I just ask people, hey, do you know God, or do you know Jesus, or do you believe you're a sinner, or stuff like that. But as we do these things in a non, I call it a non-forceful way, we do it not religiously, saying, I'm going to tell you about you. No, we're just like talking one-on-one, like the blast thing. Be a friend, listen, ask questions, find out about their lives, find out about who they are. You're going to open doors, and I say the doors are going to be open to you, though you can share the Lord with these people. And remember, Paul said that some planted, some watered, and you don't know, you know, what what your job is. And you know, remember that God gives the increase, so we don't like to say everybody's going to get saved or whatever. That's that's God's part. But we do want to share, and we do want to so speak plant seeds. So today, as, as I go through these, I want you to think about. And I'll get on to Romans here in a minute, but I want you to think about what happened. There was a, a story about a free burger at a, at a health clinic. There was a story about a golf course and helping a whole bunch of people learn to play golf better or have some idea what they were doing. And then there was a, sure, a story about a shoe store. And in that shoe store story, there was another story about dropping a package off on Christmas Day. And all these things had a spiritual purpose about them. There's a God that, you know, the Holy Spirit directs me. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide us, okay? And he wants us, okay? He wants us to be open to that. Just like on that Saturday when I prayed or just kind of kind of got quiet that, Gary, you need to go do the golf thing right now. God worked that out. And the tennis shoes that I was thinking about on Monday, God worked out the tennis shoes thing. Okay? So it was not, it was just a great thing. So anyways, I, I'm just about out of time today. So I'm going to have to wait for Romans. But we'll get back to Romans 5, okay, next week. But here's, I want to just share Psalm 96, verses 3 and 4. Here's what it says. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. Well, think about it. And I say, I say this in love to everybody listening. Only a great God could have taken, okay? He could have taken a burger for lunch, a misplaced golf club, all right? tennis shoes, okay, <laughs> trying to buy tennis shoes if you want to call it, and a package delivery on Christmas, and use them to bless people, 
in some cases just physically, but in other cases both physically and spiritually. People needed prayer. They needed to be built up. People needed to hear more about Jesus. The one girl in the clinic said, please pray for me right now. Don't walk out of the clinic. Don't pray for me at all. Right now in this clinic, I need prayer. All right. So this great God, he wants to do things for you. And of course, that's the big intent of this program is to tell you to go into all the world so he can work through you. And I always tell people, I generally start off to evangelize. I don't like start off to pray for people or tell them about tongues or lay hands on people. But as I go along and over the years, God showed me, I'm sending you out. What you're going to do is what you're going to do. Okay? You may think it's just evangelism, but eventually, like I say, after a few years of this, you begin to understand there's a whole bunch of needs out there. Some of them may be physical, but there's a whole bunch of spiritual needs, and they may be more than just evangelizing. And God will give you a peace and a confidence on how to do this. Listen, thank you so much for listening today. I apologize we didn't get to Romans 5, but next week, Lord willing, we'll get to Romans 5. Think about these stories and think about our great God who takes simple things, brings in a spiritual purpose, and really touches lives. Well, God bless you again. Hope you can join me next week as we go into all the world.